the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 38 of Say What? where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the teachers union's systemic subversion of parental rights. That's right, George. The teachers' union is at the root of so much of the educational crisis in America today, and we're going to demonstrate the tactics that they use to instruct fellow teachers on how to go behind parents' backs and even surveil kids' online activities to recruit members to gay-straight alliance clubs. It's very insidious, George. It is, Mark, and... um Recently, just to kind of give a background of why we wanted to talk about this specific topic today in our podcast, is because on November 18th, um, somebody that's very well known to us, Abigail Schreier, uh, she published an article that went viral um, all over the internet. Uh, because here in California, the California Teachers Association, the CTA, they obviously put together a lot of different conferences every single year. Uh, But a unique conference that uh, I don't know if it's available in other teachers associations, state networks, um, like it is here, is a specific one for LGBTQ. Uh, Because within the California Teachers Association, they have a caucus. They have different caucuses. One of them is an LGBTQ Mm. caucus. And so they host this conference where teachers at no cost to them are, you know, basically being, you know, supported to go there and to listen and to be indoctrinated into, you know, the, the equity and diversity and inclusion, uh, deals of critical theory. Um, and so these are the kind of things that our teachers associations for a long time. These teachers unions have been using these kind of conferences to push, their ideology on to teachers. So uh, just to give our listeners uh, some further uh, background information on this, um, the teachers unions, as we know, George, have been at the forefront of pushing Marxist ideology for years now. We're talking about the California Teachers Association, the National Educators Association. Um, uh, There are many of them, and they've been 
uh, I guess, out of the public eye because they've used and abused their teacher occupation as an honorable and much-to-be-appreciated service to the community. People don't really speak anything disparagingly about teachers, right? It's sort of our culture to uphold them. And we want to uphold them, uh, the good ones, but the teachers' unions are not acting in not only students' best interest, they're not even acting in teachers' best interest. Correct. And Mark, this for me was shocking because growing up, you know, as an immigrant here in America, um, you know, I, I saw how much our society values our teachers. Uh, it's a tough job. It's a very know? tough job. And I think every, every parent respects a teacher knowing that they have to deal with 20, 30, you know, 36 children yeah. typically nowadays, right? That's a lot. Um, but the teacher's union has been using that facade as a buffer, against what they're really doing in the background. And so I had no clue that this is what the teachers' unions do until the last almost four years now. Um, And I'm just like, I was very angry when I first found out about this because like, how dare you? How dare you use and abuse the teacher's status in our society to go behind their back and parents' back to do all of these other things? So what, what was interesting is that this particular conference, you know, even on on their website, it's like it, it sold out, obviously, because it's for free. Teachers can go there, and it's it's fully paid through the, the union dues. And this one was here in California in Palm Springs, correct? Every year it happens in Palm Springs at a different time of the year. It's usually in the fourth quarter. So this happened October 29th through the 31st, 2021, and it was entitled LGBTQ Plus Issues Conference Beyond the Binary Identity and Imagining Possibilities. Oh, boy. So you can already see where this is going. <laughs> and they had some key items that they wanted to accomplish, didn't they? Some specific goals that they had in mind for this conference. Yes. So some of the key goals was how to run a gay-straight alliance in a conservative community. That, that's in quotes. That's so in quotes. Th- that was part of their agenda. Yep. So that they know that you know some parents might not be on board um, with these agendas and initiatives. Well, we're going to teach you how to overcome those resistances Correct. and establish these uh, gay-straight alliance clubs. A second goal is how to use ambiguous language. What does that mean, George? Well, that means, you know, when when parents have probably caught on because GSA clubs have been around now for over 20 years. Uh, in the late 90s is when that fight was fought here in, in California. Um, but now, to trick parents, they don't want to call them GSAs anymore. And so they'll talk about other words that can be used different kind of clubs but yep. they don't they don't use that terminology correct and here's the they're going to uh, teach teachers on how to use this ambiguous yes. language that, that's one of their goals and here's the really scary one george that caught my eye they're going to teach teachers how to use online surveillance yep. surveilling our children in the public schools and even a couple podcasts ago, uh, Mark, we were talking about this under social emotional learning mm-hmm. because they are data mining our children. They are. And so this is straight in line with social emotional learning practices. So it 
very, very crazy. Very much so. Now, there's some key people involved uh, in this subject, right? One is someone we know and love, Abigail Schreier, um, who I guess broke this story recently, just uh, this last month in in November. And uh, this has gone nationwide now. A lot of attention has been uh, put on this on this topic and it has because the reason why she was able to break this story was because we got and she was given audio evidence mm. of these presentations so somebody leaked these uh, presentations to her so it's not like oh you can see just some slides no it's the actual entire presentation audio you can hear the teachers that are giving this instruction in various breakout sessions wow uh, one of the i guess uh, principals at this particular conference is a person named c scott miller who apparently made the statement you need to have the courage to create a safe environment that fosters bravery to explore explore sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression. Who is this guy, George? So C. Scott Miller, um, I actually uh, read about him uh, about you know right when I first started getting into this stuff in 2018 uh, because his name has been coming up quite often. And the reason why is, is because he's a member of the CTA, the California Teachers Association, and also the co-chair of the LGBTQ plus caucus. And what's even more crazy, parents, if you want to hear this, the CTA has a liaison to another nonprofit organization called Equality California. It's all interconnected. What in the world is the teachers, you know, teachers unions business to have liaisons in nonprofit organizations? Right. Well, this is what's happening, that the teachers' union is deeply embedded with other organizations like Planned Parenthood, like Equality California, and Equality California boasts to be the nation's largest statewide LGBTQ plus civil rights organization with nearly one million members. It's amazing. So they are a very powerful organization here in California. And this is a powerful man with a lot of influence, obviously, not only with uh, the California Teachers Unions, but well beyond in different organizations, yep. pulling strings. So there's another uh, a personality here, uh, and her name is Lori Caldiera. And uh, I guess uh, she's a special ed teacher at Buena Vista uh, Middle School in the Spreckles Union School District in the Central Valley. And uh, not the Central Valley, but the Central Coast area, I guess, Salinas, uh, which is south of San Francisco. And she received the START Teacher Award uh, for her work in inclusion and acceptance. Yep. So she was a big part of this conference as well. So uh, Lori uh, Caldera and also the, the second teacher, Kelly Baraki, uh, they were the ones that presented on this particular um, abstract and, and uh, breakout session. Mm. Um, and what's interesting is that they are both part of the same Buena Vista Middle School, part, uh, that's part of the Spreckles Union School District in Salinas, California. Um, and when this story broke out, it was like shocking that this was happening. Um, but I usually like to do digging when I see names because... People don't just do this all of a sudden. Yeah. If this is a presentation they've been asked to give at a 
Teachers Union Conference. Which means they have credentials to present. That means they've been they, doing it for a while. They've been doing it for a while. And so I said, let me do some uh, digging and see where else have they done this before. Yeah. So obviously within their own school district, they've been doing this for at least the past three, four, five years. And um, I also found out that three years ago at the December 7th through 9th conference in 2018, again, the same LGBTQ uh, caucus conference of the CTA, mm. uh, they had a very similar um, abstract and breakout session presentation, uh, creating brave spaces. And it says, this session will explore how one middle school started their Everyone for Equality Club. It's no longer GSA Club. And highlight the obstacles they faced, conservative communities and parents, how they overcame them, how they have evolved over time. So from then, three years ago to now, we'll get into the things that they're saying and how they found success within their student demographics. So who are they targeting? What demographic of students and how do they know? They obviously have access to data, data mining, right? They determined on their campus that they needed a space where students could explore a variety of topics without fear of judgment or ridicule. This session should particularly benefit individuals looking to provide an extracurricular club activity for students who are interested in what social justice leadership issues specific to the needs of their student populations. Wow. So it's no longer gay-straight alliance clubs. They're called equality clubs. And George, who doesn't want equality? Equality is a wonderful thing. So, wow. But the subversion tactics continue, don't they? They they don't end here. And let we should point out a number of examples of how these subversion tactics work. Yes. So there are four main subversion tactics that they pointed out in the presentation from uh, October this year. One of them is keep no official records. Th- this is unbelievable. These are public school officials. They are funded by California taxpayers. We are paying the bills. We've entrusted them to act in our children's best interests, to educate them on reading, writing, arithmetic, to prepare them for a fruitful life, to perhaps go on to college. And they are supposed to be accountable to the people who are writing the checks for them. Mm -hmm. And now they're advocating that we keep no official records. And I'm just going to read this quote here, George. Because we are not official, we have no club rosters. We keep no records. Buena Vista Middle School teacher and LGBTQ club leader Lori Caldiera states on an audio clip sent to me by a conference attendee, quote, in fact, sometimes we don't really want to keep records because if parents get upset that their kids are coming, we're like, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe they came. You know, we would never want to get a kid in trouble for attending if their parents are upset. Say what? That is this big say what moment. And this is where parents should be just absolutely livid with this kind of attitude by a public school teacher towards them and their children. 
sponsored and paid for by the California Teachers Association, which teachers are paying union dues every month to foment this kind of subversion in the school system. Exactly. So the second crazy tactic is ambiguous naming. Ambiguous naming. And here is another part of the quotes. In fact, middle school teacher Kelly Baraki can be heard in the same session describing having named her club the Equity Club and then UBU rather than the more ubiquitous GSA. Now, why do you suppose they're doing that? Because they want these kids to attend... And when they go home, obviously these kids will spill the beans on, hey, mom, I'm part of this club. You know, if they're part of chess club or math club or something else, right, um, they're going to be divulging that information. So if they come home and their parents hear that I'm part of a UBU club, that to a parent just means like, oh, maybe they're talking about self-awareness. Maybe they're talking about, you know, uh, self-help stuff, right? That is so deceiving because you can cover any kind of discussion within there. And especially knowing the social-emotional learning that's being pushed in schools these days, this is exactly the kind of language you want to be using. George, this is so disturbing. How did we reach the, the point in this nation where schools working through the teachers' unions are actively deceiving parents. They have a plan, a written plan, going to conferences to get trained in how to keep parents in the dark. Uh, truly, this is, this is just un- un- unbelievable. But it goes deeper. It goes even deeper. Even worse. And now we're talking <laughs> about online surveillance of our children. How does this work, George? So here the the teacher Baraki continues, and she says on this third subversion tactic, when we were doing our virtual learning, we totally stalked what they were doing on Google when they weren't doing schoolwork. One of them was Googling trans day of visibility, and we're like, check. We're going to invite that kid when we get back on campus. So this is crazy. They, They are seeing what the kids are um, you know, researching online, and then they're making not just a mental note, because how do you remember from 2020 school year to the 2021 school year who that kid is? This, these teachers are actually putting down names and then intentionally for the following school year trying to find those, those students and inviting them to these, you know, UBU clubs. And They say that here, we're going to invite that kid when we get back on campus. Whenever they follow the Google Doodle links or whatever, right, we make note of those kids and the things that they bring up with each other in chats or email or whatever Baraki can be heard to say. This is Big Brother uh, at work in the school system for a particular um, means of bringing them and the whole critical race theory um, ideology, um, where everything is about subjective identities, and parents, well, you you don't really have the authority anymore. We are the school system. We know better than you. We will take control of your child and make sure that uh, we can accommodate all of their needs. It's just unbelievable, George. And it goes even deeper than that. They surveil <laughs> not only what's going on online, 
they're starting to surveil conversations that these kids are having amongst themselves in the in in the schools and you know keeping their ears to the ground and if they discern that maybe a student is receptive to joining an equality club a UBU club well then they they make a note of this and they make sure these kids get an invite and and what's even more crazy is just think about the state of mind of these teachers so parents if these teachers are thinking about these things, they're no longer considered teachers. They are really activists. They are. And so they are coming each and every day to school thinking, how can I convert a child to my way of thinking? And that's scary because now in classroom conversations, and this is the fourth tactic that was laid out, was beyond electronic surveillance of kids' internet use, quote, we use our observations of kids in the classroom conversations that we hear to personally invite students because that's really the way we kind of get the bodies in the door right they need a sort of little bit of an invitation and quote baraki says in the clip this is direct quote this is direct quote from the audio clip yep um and so this is where it gets scary being told don't keep any official records being told to use ambiguous naming, being told to surveil online searches, classroom conversations. If this is the kind of stuff that they're willing to put in a teacher's conference, it's not like, you know, these teachers were doing some, you know, secret Zoom meeting with their other ally teachers, right? No, this is the California Teachers Association. It usually takes a good year to plan a conference like this. Um, and they have hundreds of teachers attending, and it's thoughtfully and methodically curated for what kind of abstracts to be accepted and what kind of breakout sessions to occur. This is pure evil. Parents, are you listening? Are you concerned about this? This is happening whether you want to believe it or not. Um, you need to be an activist for your child and take control of this situation and to make sure that you're doing everything in your power to protect your children from this kind of conditioning. And that's what it is, George. It's conditioning. Now, it's hard to believe, but I guess there's some silver lining to this story. Can you describe what it is? Some. You know, when the article broke on the 18th, um, Abigail Schreier said that she attempted to reach out to the principal of the Buena Vista school and mm. to the school the school district superintendent of, of that school district, with the Spreckles Union School District. They made no official comments to her. But the very next day, I went onto their um, Facebook page, because most school districts now have a Facebook page, and they post announcements. So on November 19th at 10.26 a.m., so this article has now broken for 24 hours. So 24 hours later, here is a statement that the school uh, superintendent made, the school district superintendent. Dear Spreckles Union School District community, SUSD staff administration and our board of education are committed to supporting safe inclusive and equitable learning environments they have to you know the code words the code words the doctrine that support all students without including sharing or promoting any political opinion or agenda you're right recently an article was written that quoted two buena vista middle school teachers who presented during a california teachers association conference in palm springs 
The teachers were using personal leave to lead a breakout session in their roles as CTA members. They were not officially presenting on behalf of SUSD, nor were their presentation materials or comments reviewed by SUSD administration. Many of the comments and themes stated in the article are alarming, concerning, disappointing, and do not in any way reflect the district or the Board of Education's policies and practices. This is double speak because they want diversity, equity, and inclusion, and yet they're saying, you know, it doesn't align with their policies and, and practices. And here it is. The district has taken immediate steps to address several of the concerns raised in the article. The student club mentioned in the article, UBU, has been suspended. Any future student clubs will be required to submit an outline of all activities and materials before being allowed to meet. Student sign-in sheets will be maintained, and parent-guardian permission slips will be sent home prior to a club holding a meeting. So a lot of really good silver linings to this story that's happening here. Um, so parents, teachers, when you hear of this kind of stuff happening in your school district, share it, share it with people who are willing to put this information out there because just like this, uh, superintendent here, maybe he knew, maybe he didn't knew. They wrote here that they did not know and they were able, even though they're in a pretty liberal area. Uh, they're part of that Monterey Peninsula area, yeah. which is super liberal. Yeah, it is. Even though Salinas is predominantly uh, an immigrant community, and they those immigrants did not uphold these kind of values. Um, but here are two school teachers who are trying to impose DEI and the whole woke ideology into a very conservative community. And they're showing their four tactics of how they're trying to accomplish it. I guess the moral of the story here, George, is that eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. Yes. Parents, be vigilant. That's all we have time for today. And we look forward to speaking with you again next week on Say What? You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.